Welcome to The Open Bell, a podcast for trumpet players, by trumpet players, and a cornet guy. I'm your host, Bill Stoman, and I'm joined by my good friends and fellow trumpet geeks, Joey Tartell and the anonymous anarchist, Brian Appleby Weinberg. This episode of The Open Bell is brought to you by the World Trumpet Federation. Look, we all love the trumpet, and really, what's not to love about this shiny, beautiful, ego-channeling megaphone of biblical proportions? How could anyone find fault with this cylindrical star of signaling, this horn of plenty, this funnel of fun? And that's why we devote so much time to its history, its mystery, and the pursuit of all things that make it better. The WTF is home to blogs, videos, and other really cool stuff that are devoted to God's instrument. So just go to www.worldtrumpetfederation.com and see all the things that will make your trumpeting life better. And by the University of New Mexico Trumpet Week. The fifth annual UNM Trumpet Week is happening in Albuquerque, February 27th through March 5, 2022. Sponsored by the University of New Mexico and the UNM chapter of the International Trumpet Guild, the festival promises to be great. This event is hosted by our good friend, Trombomundi brother and professor of trumpet at the University of New Mexico, Dr. John Marciando. And in his infinite wisdom, he has invited Trombomundi, to be his guest artist for this year's event. If you ask me, John is doing things right at UNM. So if you happen to be in Albuquerque at the end of February, come on over to the University of New Mexico and check it out. All events are free and open to the public. For more information, visit www.unm.music.edu. The Open Bell Podcast is comprised of three segments, warming up a couple things and no offense. We use these segments to analyze, annotate, and accentuate information that we believe is analogous to aspiring trumpet artists. Gentlemen, shall we? Each week, warming up is brought to you by Chopsaver, that perfect all-natural lip treatment created by the one and only Steely Dan Gosling. Oh, my. <laughs> Ricky, don't lose that number. In fact, you're better off <laughs> to use the website, www.chopsaver.com, and protect those chops, or you'll wish you could be reeling in the years. Oh, hey, 19. I mean, Brian. <laughs> wow. What have you got for us today? <laughs> On a roll, you're, man. You're so out. I don't even know where to start. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Come on, man. Try to find stuff that's got Dan in it. Wow. Eventually. No, that know, was good. Right? Yeah. I need to relate to that. That was That was good. Dan's S- laughing. Steely Dan Gosling. Steely Dan Gosling. <laughs> That's pretty That's good. Man. He's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> well, so in the, in the brass band, we have um, oh God, com- here arriving this uh, this Sunday, we have a, a new fifth man in the front row. Hold on. Wow. Hold on. I, oh, I, need, I need to stop talking right now. Now, I knew that there <laughs> yeah. was a top man, and I knew that there was a bumper up. Bumper up. Right? There is literally a second, third, fourth, fourth, and at least fifth man, which, by the way, are not gender specific. Correct. Right. That's, so Brian, you that's haven't correct. changed that, tech, that terminology yet? No. no. Isn't Brian, it time? Yeah, no, Brian, apparently not. Do it again. Explain it again. This time, not in English. <laughs> yeah, Literally. Speak, speak in do it in American. Try it in American. <laughs> so his top man would be first. Bumper up would be second. second. Yes. So right. third man is actually the first one with a number on it. Yes. Yes. That's a problem. Yeah. So, th- so third is the first numbered. Right, because if you're yes. not first, you're last, and I'm out. <laughs> oh, nice job there, Ricky Bobby. <laughs> you're so out. <laughs> oh, so, 
So this this person is um, I'm not sure I should out them yet. They haven't actually um, had a seat in the section yet, well, but they're going to they're be great. Um, and uh, and so I had somebody in the section in a text thread with all of us. We were talking about it and they said, so will they will this person be coming in as bumper up? Bumping no. off, bumping wow. Paige out was of the Paige, bumper up chair. Well, no, was no. Paige on the thread? Paige was on the thread. Oh, <laughs> did, she, no. did she respond? She did not respond. Now you see, bumper up is is gender neutral. Yeah. Yes, it sure. is. But but so top man, you guys got to work on this. Paige, Paige, <laughs> listen, Paige, and I know you're out there. Let me take care of this for you. Uh oh. <laughs> As the old bumper up, I'm gonna jump on this thread. I'm gonna take care of it. Your yeah. job is safe. Definitely old. So I so I we had a section on <laughs> on Sunday. <laughs> wow well done and page and I, I after the section i said to page i said so uh, about that text um i saved it when i said you know I'm, I'm pretty happy with what page is doing this person would not be the new bumper up and she said she said yeah i was i was kind of kind of freaked out by that oh. um she feels better now and when dave childs was here uh after the rehearsal dave is um, you guys don't know dave childs but he, i mean obviously world-class but um he's not effusive with his praise and he doesn't often pick out individuals um, for praise just because he doesn't see a need to do that. And after the rehearsal, he said, uh, he said, hey, that uh, that bumper up page. Yeah, she can play. There you oh, go. There you go. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah, pretty yeah. cool. So anyway, so that was my week in the that's in the not bad for the like the second bench. best bumper up you've ever had. Right. That's right. Exactly. Yeah, well, I mean, look, <laughs> she's you know, it was a tough road for her, really. But uh, I think she's done well. He's done wow. great. Yeah. It, was an, it was not an envious position to be in. Yeah. He also wow. said the test piece, Dave said the test piece is just too hard. Right. Well, have but they fixed, just, have you gotten the, the new version? We have the new parts. My part did not change at all. Yeah. So well, your part usually... did not have any quote unquote errors in it? Right. Of the 200 errors that were discovered. None, none in your part. None, none in my part. the top man part? None, no. none in the corner chair part. Nothing on the corner chair, right. Yeah. Nothing there. Wait, corner uh, chair and top man are interchangeable? Yes. The... Yeah, that's the same yeah, thing. Exactly. Is there another word for bumper up? Uh, no. No. The second man isn't a thing? No. Not no, even associate principal. No, no, no one says second but, man. All right. No, but so third man, is there? That's where it starts. Third man, fourth man, fifth man. Is there a and sixth then, man? No. Not, no, not usually. Because there's usually a limit on how many how many people can be in the band at Six contest. is right out. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> so what happens after the fifth man? Uh, sop. And you go, yeah, then you go to the back row. And then rap. Death, death row. And then death row. But they're not numbered. No, they're just no. in the back row. No one cares. The death row. What do you want? <laughs> this death doesn't row. make any sense you at all. Front, front row. <laughs> Death row. That's right, but but in but in the second row, back row, death row, um, that's where the E flat player is, right? Yeah, well, the sop that. is on the sop. end chair. Yeah, the we sop, said sop and, the, and, and rep. You said end chair, a uh, sop and rep, and end chair, but that's in the back row. But they that's a distinction that has th at least three names. Yeah, sure, exactly. Yeah. But any, and then everybody. Well, else Well, there is sop and rep, not the same. Rep is second sop, inside. Sop's on the outside. Yeah. Rep's next to them. Those are both left. playing E flat. No, no. sop rep plays B flat. Plays B flat. It plays cornet. Yeah. Okay. Rep is actually the number two chair in the band. So that's second man. <laughs> oh. Yeah. No. How no, is that no. not second man if it's the number two? Because well, no one uses that terminology. Yeah, why would you call it that? The, oh, th this is this is the whole problem that you, with, with letting people... i realize... Hold on no, a second. No. <laughs> this is what happens when you let people who weigh people in stones number <laughs> things. <laughs> I think we measure in hands, weigh <laughs> in stone. Right. This is an enormous problem. Yeah, try to keep up. Two 
things have become clear about your the problems with you growing up in Texas. You don't know anything about games or brass bands. <laughs> or brass bands. Come on. Okay. I will cop to knowing nothing about brass bands. <laughs> Everything I've learned about brass bands has been from Brian and you. That's absolutely true. And yet you play a great instrument and the correct mouthpiece. Well, right. I, 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 I try and learn. Yeah. I'm, I'm so learn. proud of that. So. Yeah. Bill does too. I'm just so. But yeah. I haven't played. I, I love it. I have played in. when I you started a brass band here. I did play on their first concert. I played a solo with them. Where did you? Oh, you were, oh, did you play in the section at all? No. So oh, I've never actually played in a brass band. Because then you wouldn't even know oh, what man. chair you were in had you been in the band. If they told me you're a third man or you're the number two spot or you're, I wouldn't know where you to sit. Would have no way, no idea where to sit. No, well, it wouldn't be the first time. You, it wouldn't be the first time you heard that, would it? Exactly. <laughs> you're fifth man. No kidding. <laughs> I love this brass band talk. Oh, I think we should do a whole crazy. episode on it. Oh my gosh! The brass band defined. I think we just did. I think we may have. <laughs> right, it's it. over. <laughs> Thanks, folks. So much for staying on schedule tonight. Yeah. Wow. Shot. Crazy. All right, Joey. What do you have for us? Enough of that. I, I got a couple things for you. Um, Are you only going to talk about one of them, though? A cu- couple things like is later Bill? in the program. You're right. Okay. I want to focus on this. <laughs> it, it has to do with language. Oh, no, don't do it. Uh, Yes, it has to do with language. Yes, because a lot of times I think people just (laughs) don't use the right word for the job. You don't think this? uh, What? You don't think this? They don't. You always think that people don't use the right terms for the job. Well, uh, there are people that do. But, you know, I had a student today. We we had the less and fewer argument uh, and trying to explain (laughs) the difference. These words, you know, have different meanings. But have you thought about our meeting group like right now we mm-hmm. can consider this zoom room a gathering place right you know a word for gathering place like a what common. would you call that oh it could be a, a number of things right could be a, a yeah commons commons is not bad yeah it's a little hmm. i don't think of us as common generic. in any way gathering place yeah gathering, gathering place. place like so if you go to the ancient greek the word agora it's a gathering oh. place. Oh, you know what? Right. I, I produced a record for our friend uh, Ben Blasco. Ah, uh, Dr. And ben Blasco. It, Dr. Ben Blasco, Lipscomb University. Yeah. And uh, whose birthday was just yesterday. So hey, happy to birthday, that party. Dr. Blasco. But Ben and all of his uh, friends that he gathered around uh, from the, all over the country put a group together, and they called it the Agora Brass. See, there you go. Right. And I didn't know the word Agora. I wasn't well, really aware group, of it. If you, you've probably heard the word agoraphobic. Fear yes. of the out, fear of open right. spaces. So agora right. is an open space and a meeting right. place. And it's a g o r a, right? A g o r a. It's a five agora. letter word. Five letter word. It's a five letter word. A g o r a. Popular. Yeah. These days, it's interesting. Yeah, uh, that's a uh, <laughs> agora. Yeah. So we consider our, what we're doing right now. This is a meeting place. Zoom it's could an be. Agora. It's our uh, agora right here. It's our agora. Yeah. And today's Wednesday, right? No, Tuesday. Yeah. This comes out. People are listening to us on a Tuesday. Tuesday, yeah, right. This okay. if you're if you're if you're listening to this on on when we put this out, it is uh, Tuesday, February fifteenth. Right here so in like our agora. Make it maybe to make it a goal for the sixteenth, maybe to experience agora, go outdoors. <laughs> Interesting right? a meeting place. I like I mean, it. It'd be a great just to focus on that particular concept. Yeah. Now, if you go out, if you go out on the on on the sixteenth, the right the sixteenth. I mean, then. You might want to think, just to throw another A word at you, for example. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. 
can experience you can take in the smells there might be an aroma oh, you might want to take in well on the, on the 16th on the 15th you should really be thinking about the meeting place oh the on the Agora. 15th right but the, but 16th, on the 16th experience well, the smells of the outdoors right the aroma the aroma of the, the aroma. outdoors yeah. also yeah a-r-o another five-letter word that is a five-letter word that's <laughs> you guys are too much now yeah it, listen if you if we can go one more day like, oh my let's gosh. say it's Friday. Let, let's say you're going to... No, I, I think you mean Thursday. I mean Thursday. That would be Thursday. Thursday. Well, so on the uh, 17th, Friday's not really you, a day. <laughs> you might want to go inside and get some work done in the house. Okay. Now, I don't know if you need to do some work in the bathroom. You might need some caulk. Oh, And right. I think you might yeah. need to make sure you get sure. some before then. On yeah. that day, you're not, right. you might need that. Well, since you're going out... So that would be on the, on the, on the 17th. Right. You you might want on February seventeenth. You might want some caulk. Yeah. is what I'm saying. Yeah, that's uh, yeah. C a u l k. That's what right. a coincidence. Oh, that's also that is that's, that's a, a five letter word. Crazy. You now, have a thing for language. That's if amazing. We get, if we get to Friday, because these aren't <laughs> because alphabetical now, right? I'm just saying. No, 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 these no, no. Are, that, these like, are just things you should be aware of. Agora aroma. To, yeah. And then, yeah. but then when there's caulk, no be caulk. caulk, right? No, yeah. and then but, yeah. but then if we're going to get to Friday and it's the weekend, you should treat yourself. Get yourself a oh. shake. Get yourself a shake. A, a shake. There's no <laughs> better should, way. You should get yourself a shake. A vegan shake, of course. That's well, not a thing. That's up to you. Yeah. <laughs> what if you were yeah. going to get a shake? Which is yeah. hang on. Five. Oh my gosh. Wow, that is a five-letter word. A five-letter word. Jeez. Look at that. Uh, what uh, What kind of shake would you get? Oh, for me? Yeah. I'm a I'm a classic guy. I like the vanilla shake. So do I. Yeah. Brian. Uh, you guys are idiots. No. <laughs> well, that's a separate issue. <laughs> well, great minds do not think alike no. again. And we failed again. Yeah, people should know. I was trying to guess what you two idiots were thinking the whole time in that. <laughs> no. And, and I folded up. folded no. every single time. We were just giving our opinion. <laughs> yeah. Right. Wow. Yeah. So Chocolate. I, yeah, Chocolate. Yeah. I love this list of words. I mean, it's given me a lot to think about. Give you a lot to think about. Aroma. Cock, the, the cock things you know. Cock. I got to think about, shake. but then treat you yourself to a shake. House. But then you do all that work. You've been outside. Yeah, yeah, a shake. There you go. People are writing these down. I love it. You should. All right. Yeah. But what do you got for us tonight? Fantastic. Well, I was going to talk about. Um, my topic of the day was going to be uh, the self-guided part of the lesson. So I have a student. We'll just call him. I don't know, Jimmy. And <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jimmy, sorry. <laughs> And Jimmy likes to do this thing. He's like, you know, we do the etude, do the solo and the stuff. And because the time goes so fast, I'm wondering, like, there's just so many things I want to talk about. Could I come in every week with a topic of the day? And then I just ask you about this trumpet thing that's just driving me crazy or on my mind. And then we could just talk about it for just a few minutes and then move on. And I was like, brilliant. It's your time, right? Sure. It's your time. So, like, today he came in and he wanted to talk about descants, playing descants, like how, how you you know, are, are there great sources for them? And how do you improvise them? How do you play them? When do you do it? All this. I mean, it was a really great conversation. It didn't take a lot of time, but we kind of got through this cool thing. And I just thought it's an interesting way for some students to come in and just have, they're really engaged in the thing, kind of this self-guided part of the lesson to have a topic of the day. They're responsible to bring something. Oh, I like this quite a bit. Right. Yeah. I do yeah. too. So I'm thinking now, I think I'm just going to make everyone do it. I think Jimmy's right. brilliant. You got to come Jimmy's... in with something. Yeah. You got to come in with talk something. About, what do you want to ask about? What kind of news you got? Give me an right. update. Anything. Exactly. I like exactly. it. Kind of like a warming up segment. Warming for your up lesson. segment if you're a lesson wear podcast, for example. <laughs> for example. For example. Or bring your shake. Can you use it as a way to dodge your Bordoni? 
if your lesson's on Friday. No. No, you can't. You're not going to knock me off the mark, but we can talk about whatever you want. Right. <laughs> and then you're still going to have to transpose. We're right. going to have to play the Bordoni. I like anyway, this, I like this video quite a bit. It's very yeah. good. As important as that was, what I really wanted to talk about was this. <laughs> Wait, you just did talk about this. Well, I, again, I mentioned it, the concept. You of didn't it. mention it. You actually talked about it. Well, you guys talked about we it. We all talked about it. That's what I'm saying. We all talked right. about it. That's I correct. I think what happened was I brought it up as something I was going to talk about, and then you guys went all in to talk you about it. You didn't tell us that this wasn't something you weren't <laughs> talking about. No, I did, actually. That's the way I opened it up, Brian. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> but by doing so, you did talk about it. <laughs> Brian. He's Always. A holy, he's a holy man. <laughs> he's a very holy man. He's a very religious Brian man. Brian doesn't remember that far back. He was no, younger then. No. I wasn't paying attention. No. But in all seriousness, I actually do want to take a bit of a turn here and talk about something that we haven't had the opportunity to talk about yet. But, man, our our good friend, somebody that we're all connected to, Al Hood. Oh, yeah. You know, had this terrible— I'm going to have a hard time talking about this. I, I, well, I'll, I'll just deal with it quickly just because I want to put it out there that his daughter has done a tremendous job of keeping everyone updated on Facebook and the social media thing. And there is a GoFundMe to support Al, a phenomenal guy and an amazing trumpet player. Um, I just I just dropped in on this online, and the GoFundMe is up to almost sixty thousand dollars. Oh, fantastic! For those of you who don't know, Al Al is the uh, trumpet teacher at the Lamont School of Music at the University of Denver. Mm -hmm. uh, yep. He's a, a tremendous uh, trumpet player in every respect. Al and I've met when we were teenagers. Yeah. So we've known each other since uh, the summer. Uh, it's forty years. We've known each other since the summer of nineteen eighty two. Yeah. So wow. uh, when I when I got this news, Al uh, stepped out of his uh, house a couple of weeks ago, uh, slipped, fell on the on the ice, and has uh, and is uh, largely paralyzed. He's going through a second yeah. surgery uh, the today when we're we're taping. Hopefully yes. by the the time wow. you hear this, he'll be in better shape. But uh, was uh, fully paralyzed, and the first surgery alleviated some of that. And from what Kerry had put up, uh, he could move his shoulders after that. That's and the great. second surgery, yeah. they're waiting for him to be clear for that, which is supposed to be today. I'm waiting for more updates. But Al's been a, a longtime friend. We spent the whole summer together as teenagers and six years later and, and just how small the world can be. Just mm -hmm. a couple short story about Al. Uh, I had played in the Disney College Orchestra in 1986. So in 88, they started this alumni thing they wanted to play, and I was going to play in that show. And the gentleman who ran the program called me, and he said, hey, listen, you played in the orchestra, and you know we're not really sure uh, what we're going to do here. We've got a couple people um so-and-so and so-and-so and, -so and, -so and Al Hood. And I didn't know the other people. I'm a college senior at the time. I said, I don't know the other people. I know Al Hood. He'd be amazing. And so mm -hmm. that, that was one of the contributing factors of helping Al get that job. So we got to spend the whole summer uh, at Disney together. His apartment, our apartments were right across the hall from each other. <laughs> That's cool. So he was in the That's orchestra good. at Epcot. I was playing the show in front of the castle in uh and you know, yeah. we spent the whole summer there. We played some Woody Herman gigs together in Denver. We played some Boston Brass uh, Christmas yeah. gigs together. Uh, he's a lovely human being and a world-class uh, musician and oh trumpet player. Yeah, he can play anything. Uh, <clears throat> so uh, hearing this news really uh, hit me very hard, and I thinking about him every single day and helping yeah. to hear good news coming out of Denver. So what uh, I wanted to bring it up tonight, I mean, I, I met Al when I was in Kentucky in the school there. And, of course, his affiliation with Vince and, you know, I, I've, we've all known Al a long time and I know him through NTC and ITG. But, we, you know, we, we're fortunate here. We've got a bunch of people following us uh, on the podcast, which is great. We really appreciate that. So what we're saying is uh, if you're so moved to do so, so inclined, please support Al. Go to the GoFundMe. Yeah. 
Uh, you can find the information on Facebook and and uh, if you're you know friends of the podcast here, then you know do do what you can to support them and and help out because he's a great guy and he's really deserving. So, just wanted to make that part of our topic tonight. See if we can do a little good here on the podcast yeah. to try to offset all the damage that Brian does by bringing up <laughs> this cornet stuff every every week. week yes, although they can't, they can't even number their own people. I was <laughs> saying like I I am happy when Joey gets frustrated. It's oh, a thing. It's awesome. So. To that end, well done, Brian. Yeah. You win I'm, warming up tonight. I'm taking over the numbering of the brass band. <laughs> I'm going to fix that right up. He's coming back next week with rules. <laughs> oh, we're, yes. we're going up. We're going to go over to England as soon as it's possible, and I'm just we'll go visit the bands and I'll tell them how they should be numbering. Stop yeah, right. talking. Here's what you guys need. Here's to Here's what doing. you need to know. I've right. never played in one of these. I don't know anything about it. Here's how you should do it. <laughs> Dear Black Dyke Brass Band. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right, boys. It's time. For the return of Backboard Bingo. Oh man, it's about time. I know, I know. You've been you've been missing it. All right, where's my card? <laughs> it's bingo. There's no cards. Once again, you're proving your childhood is just fascinating. All right, and we're off. Question one: Who was the trumpet? the trumpeter for the band Chicago Transit Authority, who, of course, later became Chicago. Now, these are multiple choice because I know that Brian oh, will need some help. I have no idea. Oh, I don't need I don't need. I know choices. you don't need multiple choices. Joey you, no you want the choices, though? Sure, sometimes give us the choices. I, Go ahead. I spend time this on one, the choices. I happen to know this one. So yeah. Right off the top of your head. Yeah. A, Bill Chase. B, Buddy Childers. C, Lee Lockning. And D, Wayne Bergeron. All right, this is easy. You got this one, Brian? Brian, you got this. It's C, right? Lee Lockney. That's correct. There you All go. Right. It absolutely is. Yes. Wow. Yeah, thank goodness. And uh, not not like we'd ever make this part of the show, but who was the trombone player, Brian, that stood next to him all those years? Oh, I have no idea. Come Why on. would I be, pay attention to a trombonist? Oh, yeah. You only have three in the brass band. See, Joe, yeah. you'd like that section. First, yeah. second, and bass. Traditional. Done. Right. Done. That makes sense. Yeah. Two tenor, two, might, two treble the, clefs, and a bass clef. But the <laughs> yeah the thing about CTA yeah. Chicago Transit Authority that became it. Chicago is the right. horn section started that band, right? All right. So you wonder why yeah. like the horns always so good there. There that's the, it's their band. Brian, <laughs> by the way, Jimmy Pankow. Okay. Yeah. James Pankow. All right. Question number two: Who played trumpet for Steely Dan? You see what I did there? Oh wow! Look at you set us up. I wow. totally set you up. Yeah, Steely wow. Dan Gosling. Get Dan on the hey. phone. Do you, do you mean in the seventies? Or when? I don't know, man. Look, I Googled it. They've had different trumpet players. I know. I Googled it and one name came up. Okay. Oh, gosh. All right. A. You're doing a poor job here. Jerry Hay. B. Michael Leonhardt. C. Jeff Tyzik. Or D. Malcolm McNabb. Do you mean on the recordings or when they were out on tour? On the recordings. On the recordings. I think it's Michael Leonhardt. Brian? I would have guessed Leonhardt. That's what I wrote it down is. here. Yeah, because yeah. that's the only name that's you right. didn't know. That's right. Yeah. Good guess. You should go take the no. SATs again. <laughs> he always just puts D all oh of the above. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Hey, I got Question. my 400. That's what I'm sticking with. <laughs> put my name on, and I'm out. Uh, he misspelled yeah. it, though. He spelled it with an I. <laughs> yeah, so put an I there. 200 of that was your name. Yeah. All right. Question three. Who played trumpet on the top 40 hit, The Hustle, by Van McCoy <sighs> and the Soul City Symphony? That is a boy. Wow. I can sing you the trumpet. What year solo. was that? 1974 ish? Yes. Yeah, I don't know without Googling. Yeah. I can sing the trumpet solo. I don't know who it is. I, this will be a guess. 
All right. A, That's Malcolm amazing. McNabb. B, Bernie Glow. C, Jerry Hay. Or D, Conrad Gazzo. Wow, I don't think it's any of them. <laughs> That's fabulous. Because <laughs> um, wasn't Bernie mostly a New York guy? So I don't think it's Bernie, right? Was he out in L.A.? Or did they record it in New York? You're talking yourself out of it. I, I, I have a high, I have a check mark next to Bernie Glow. Because no I'm idea. sitting there thinking Malcolm might be a little early and poppy. Yeah, early for him. And poppy. Yeah. Uh, so who, who are the others? Uh, Malcolm, Jerry Bernie, Hay. Jerry Hay, or Conrad Gazzo? Can't have been Conrad. It's too late for Conrad. Yep. So Hay or Glow? It might have to be Bernie Glow. Is that Bernie Glow? Yeah, the only thing better than brass band talk is when Joey overthinks everything. <laughs> That's right. It's awesome. It's Bernie Glow. <laughs> All right. All right. I so know. We're, three, we're, we're nailing Well, this. I went the same thing you did. Like, I looked it up and I went, I thought he was a New York guy. Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I make that association. Yeah. No, I think it was recorded in L.A. Because it, it identified him as... That. You should check into it. Yeah, the hustle. Go, That's go a nice the, trumpet solo. It's a nice trumpet a, solo. Yeah, it's on the Naxos site, I think, is where you can find it. Stop All right, it. question four. <laughs> this famous trumpet player performed with both Jimmy Buffett, off to see the lizard, and Aretha Franklin, get it right. Okay, are you ready? Those wow. are the two. That's I mean, that's quite. That's a, all we get. That's super rangy. All right, here yeah. we go. A, Jerry Hay. B, Harry James. C, Cary Grant. Sorry, Gary Grant. And D, wow. D, Alan Rubin. Wow. These are good, right? These are like good. Just, just enough to turn you around. See, I... Process of elimination. I think it's, I think it's Mr. Fabulous. Brian? When he says that, Brian, he means Alan Rubin. You got to know nickname. the Blues Brothers. I, I don't. You think it's Alan Rubin? You know who gave that's, Alan Rubin the nickname Mr. Fabulous? I don't. Belushi. Oh, that's a great. Yeah. Yeah. John Belushi. That is the answer, by the way. Yeah, Alan I was going to say Gary Grant and Hay are out. Yeah. Yeah. James well, they've worked out. with everybody, but they were out in L.A. doing a lot of okay. producing. So Alan Mr. Rubin. Mr. Fabulous. Yeah. Mr. Fabulous. Yeah. How much for your family? <laughs> and then he's the waiter and they go in the to Mater get him. D, not the, the waiter. That's right, he's, he's the Major D. D. <laughs> Calling up this old stuff. Yeah. Well, it's Blues Brothers, man. All right. Yeah. Question five. This famous trumpet uh trumpeter was the flugelhorn soloist on the premiere of Vaughn Williams Symphony Number no. Nine in nineteen fifty eight. Holy nine boy. years before he changed lanes, so to speak. Nineteen fifty eight, nineteen. Okay. All right. A David Mason. B, Alan Littlejohn, C, Malcolm Arnold, or D, Kevin Davey? I've only heard of two of those. <laughs> they're, they're all British trumpet players. Right. So, so Brian, this is on you. Da I've, right. got the, I've gotten every David, one of these David right Mason. so far. David Mason. It is David Mason, who did the flugelhorn He's, solo on the premiere and also played on, on he Penny Lane. He did Penny, Penny Lane. Yeah. Like a, a week right. after he did Brandenburg. That's what they, they heard him do yeah. Brandenburg, I think. Yeah. Well, he was still warmed up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Dialed yeah. in. That guy right. had chops. Uh, we do have one bonus question tonight. Okay. We're, we're nailing okay. this. We'd like we, to quit we while we're this. ahead. Yeah, no. <laughs> this has no. never happened. you got to do the bonus question. Okay. What trumpet-famous American trumpeter played on John Cougar Mellencamp's latest release, Strictly <laughs> a One-Eyed Jack? <laughs> okay. I'm feeling good about this. <laughs> this is no multiple choice. It's is it multiple choice? <laughs> no. You just got to say the name. Brian? Oh, man. Turtle Joey. Turtle Joey, that is <laughs> well, right. That's how Siri refers to me. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, which yeah. I know we talked about a little bit, but dude, it's so cool, right? It is cool. That it, it's out there, and I you're think on it's there, cool. and I do, yeah. it, it's amazing. Even so his like, kids think he's cool. Finally. Yeah. Actually, I will tell you a quick additional story. That middle daughter called the other night, and you know, daughter calls late at night, answers the phone, is everything okay? Okay, so I finally listened to that uh, John John Cougar Mellencamp thing that came out. <laughs> That's really cool. It's like yeah. you know, what a monthly. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, I do. She goes, "You have like a whole like a thing, a whole thing in there, right?" And I'm like, "Right, I told you." Yeah, you're, you're like, like, "Yeah, that was cool. Well I'm done." Like, I'm like, "Wow, nice." Ten of the best minutes I've ever played in my life. <laughs> How long were you in there? <laughs> like ten minutes. That was great. Yeah. Amazing. We're All happy, right, boys. Happy. Yep, get out. Good for you. Well done tonight on the return of Backboard Bingo. Yeah, it's right. it. Now time for a couple things. Today's topic is worrying about the wrong things, creating an agenda for growth. Uh, we try to dispense great truth in our time together here, and honestly, uh, it's a lot of information. So we understand that it's possible to get turned around, you know, to lose sight of what matters and to start worrying about the wrong things. So today we want to help create an agenda for growth in order to keep you on the path to righteousness, musicianship, and blazing double Cs, like Anton Weidinger would have. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, that's wrong podcast. Anyway, let's talk about worrying about the wrong things and and the problems that cause. But let's talk about an agenda for growth. What do you got? I, I want to start with a story. I want to start with a story from last night. Last oh, night, wow. I played a, a piece written by a former student of mine, Marcus Grant, a friend of ours, uh, with, with the uh, IU Symphonic Band. Right, So it's a, a mm -hmm. consortium piece we were supposed to do a couple of years ago. And of course, it didn't work out. So we finally got to do it. Marcus was here. It was great. So we were, you know, I've been practicing it. And the first part is all flugally. It's lovely. And the second part is more technical. It's got some stuff. And the very end of it has a very long phrase. And uh, you're just like half notes over the top. And then there's a, an E flat rip up to a high E flat that you hold out for four bars. And then there's a fermata. Right? Mm -hmm. So I've practiced this and thought, this would be cool if I could do this in one breath. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I practice it. And I can do it in one breath. So I go into rehearsal. I do it in one breath. We do it in one breath. The rehearsals, we rehearsed last week. So we did the sound check. And now we're in the, the musical arts center. The MAC here at uh, IU is an enormous opera hall. Yeah, it's a big space. So we go in there. We're trying to get the balance exactly right. You know, and the flugel, like, make sure I can get out enough and still be heard over the band. And so we kind of play the piece. Everything goes great. So last night's the concert. And boy, if you would like an example of thinking about the wrong things, I was the <laughs> perfect example of this last night. Oh, awesome. So we're playing, and the band sounds terrific, and we get towards the end, and there's seven bars rest before the last phrase where I play the half notes, you know, just walking half notes and then E-flat up to E-flat, right? In those seven bars, I had this conversation with myself. Oh, no. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Oh, no is exactly right. I'm thinking, right. okay. Okay, the bounce seems okay. It's all right. I got to make sure I'm over the top. Yeah, I do have to play a little bit louder now because I need to be heard. And I'm on the front of the stage and make sure I'm over the band and they can hear me. Wow, should I take a breath there now? Because this is definitely more. And this is all happening in a seven bar rest. And <laughs> that's great. And with, yeah. Within enough time to spare, I had the very clear thought, which I tell my students and I tell myself play it like you practiced it, shut up and play you idiot that is literally <laughs> what i tell myself exactly. shut up and play you idiot and so i took a nice easy breath i played it down just like i practiced it one breath all the way out and it went 
well, just like it had gone in rehearsal, just like I had practiced it and done it in rehearsal. But wow, in those seven bars, wow, was I thinking about the wrong thing. <laughs> That's a lot of roof chatter going on in those seven totally. bars. Mm-hmm. And wow. I, I told this to a couple of students today. They're, they're like, you know, I said, you know, I tell you about this. I want to be honest with you. Here's what went through my head last night until I was just, and one of my students said, Oh, wow. That's good to hear that you professionals have this too. And I'm like, Oh, yeah, they're professionals. They get nervous. They have stage fright. And I have stuff. This is what I work with. I know it's shocking to those of you who know me to think I can overthink things while I'm playing. I know that's a surprise to everyone. <laughs> wow. right. But this is in the moment on stage and something that I have practiced and rehearsed well. Absolutely thinking about the wrong things. Oh, yeah. that is fantastic. We've all yeah. done that, right? I mean, totally. This is interesting because we're talking about you're talking about thinking about the wrong things, worrying about the wrong things in the moment, and we can apply it that way. And I also want to apply it on a large scale too. Absolutely, you know, which does it happen last night? I had to share the story. (laughs) Yeah, which we'll do. I've had the same thing. I remember doing a um, a trumpet shell sound once, and having a conversation with myself about which way I was transposing. (laughs) (laughs) Lord, no shot. No shot, because I'm like you going it, up the fourth or down the was, fifth. Was it down a fifth or up a fourth? And then, then it was like, oh, oh, oh no. <laughs> and then of course, then the next voice enters. That one leaves, and the next voice comes in and it starts the. You do not deserve to be standing here, right? <laughs> of course. What makes you think that you should be standing here right now? You know, you have no right to be standing here. Yeah, yeah. Those, yeah. it's amazing. Yeah. But you're, you guys are out of control. I mean, That's amazing. Oh yeah, but that's uh, that's an in the moment thing. But you're right. We need to be if you're. This starts with, all right. You want to create a path so that you can get better. Mm-hmm. So what should you be thinking about? Which I think uh, often a funny way. We like the funny way through is what shouldn't you be thinking about? And right. Let me start. Can I start here? <laughs> Having grown up in Texas, where a uh, band is very much a sport. And his yeah. music is very much about winning, at least it was in the culture in which I grew up in. And frankly, it's one of the reasons I, I was good, because I was fairly competitive. The idea of what everyone else is doing or how do I beat them mm-hmm. is a terrible place to start because it is outwardly focused rather than inwardly focused. Yeah, even right? in brass bands where we, we're competing all of the time, it's all about us. It's not about the other bands. It's about us getting better. Right. That's amazing. I, you guys are you guys are a piece of work. Well, so I think the, the first thing. The <laughs> we first are pieces, thing should, of pieces, of pieces of work. We are not one piece of work. Co- collectively, <laughs> it's pretty amazing, though. <laughs> you know, what mouthpiece are you using and what trumpet are you using? Mm-hmm. I mean, I think we should think about those things first. Yes. And that's what that better, means to everyone else. That's a better place to start. Yeah. You know? I've said I said once to, I've actually quoted Tim Warfield, my friend Tim Warfield, a, a few times this week because he Tim always has these these bits of wisdom to share. But I remember asking him one time, like he played this like unbelievable solo, you know. And afterwards, I'm like, man, what are you thinking about when you're doing that? You know, and he goes, thinking. I'm oh no, I'm I'm not thinking. <laughs> no, I I'm not thinking about anything. He goes, I start thinking about stuff. I'm in real trouble. Big right. trouble. If you in a performance setting, if you can get to yourself that clear clearness of mind, right. oh, and people are like, wow, uh, you know, how do you think that went? I'm like, I don't know. I have to I have no idea. Back. I you know, I wasn't mm-hmm. in that. But when we're talking about practice, so we're talking about practice, and I'm out. Oh my gosh, Alan Iverson <laughs> yeah, quote. Practice. So. Um, <laughs> It has to start with with two things, right? Making a, a plan for success has to start with two things. One is being honest 
about where you are. This is huge. This is huge. And this yep. is this is primary. The, the idea of, you know, in your own practice when no one else is there, this is like cheating at solitaire. If you can't admit <laughs> to yourself alone in a practice room that this is what you need to work on and this is right. where the holes in your playing are, then right off the bat, you've got no shot. That's first is right. the honesty with yourself. And if you don't know, you if you don't know, you can ask someone, they will probably tell you. Yeah. Well, right. This is having people you trust, right? Yeah. But well, what I like about this, the first thing that I had that I want to talk about was that you, you don't arrive. Like this is constantly shifting stuff, right? Like there is, oh, yeah. and, and this is the thing to admit, like this journey doesn't end. Like you hope to get as much as you can. And eventually, hopefully you kind of catch some urgency about moving forward, but there is no arrival. Right. I've well, made like, it. Just because you played that one recital and it was great or won that job or did that thing. No, it's right. constantly moving and constantly in flux. Oh, yeah. But yeah, knowing where you are. With, I've you had know. this discussion with professionals about, you know, practice. And they're like, well, how long do I have to do this? And I'm like, well, forever. <laughs> yes. As long as long. you want to get better, this is how long you have to do it. Yeah, right. but I have the job. Now can I? Yeah. So Can yeah, that's, that's step one, you know, and right. If you're young and you don't know what these things are, or you need help with these things, this is what teachers are for. This is what yeah. this podcast is for. That's also true. But now we can't hear everybody. Send us a video. We'll tell you. We'll tell you. <laughs> we, if you, you heard if the you, term tough love. Well, <laughs> well we're, we're the first half of that. <laughs> right. Oh no, we'll love to listen to you. That's true. <laughs> For sure. Um, so I, the other thing I want to say is that uh, as we move as we move along with this is that time time is the greatest thing that we have. It's the greatest commodity we have. Oh yeah. So like, stop wasting it, right? So like, not having a plan, and I think which begins with what Joey is saying: knowing knowing where you are, knowing what the shortcomings are, knowing where you're failing, knowing what needs to get better. But have a plan for that because if you just go in every day and just figure that you're going to spend some time doing this thing, forget about it. Right. Not yeah. going to work. Yeah, you need a real plan. And, and and when we talk about time, this doesn't mean, well, well, I don't have enough time to practice right now because I'm only home for an hour and I'm supposed to practice more than that. 15 minutes of dedicated practice is real time. You know, 20 minutes here, 15 minutes there, you know, 30 minutes here spread out through the day you don't need one big giant chunk of time you know when mm. you talk about the commodity of having it take what you can get and and then go in and, and have that plan but yeah you have to have an idea of what do i want to accomplish and then next time i sit down right you know, and and where you're going like do you have goals i mean people talk about you know it's not good to have it's not okay to have goals because what if you never reach them and i'm like that doesn't what? seem seem right to me. That's, like, that's crazy. You, yeah, that's a, you should that? have gold. Yeah. What do you want to become? I mean, who do you want to be? Who do you want to be known as? What do you want to be known as? How do you want to conduct yourself every day? Well, those are the right things to worry about. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. Those are indeed the right things to worry about. You know? And and if you can identify with that as a person, I think the research says that you're more likely to make the changes required to become that, to act like yeah, that. The, the tough thing is here is, and we said this last week, right? There's no shortcuts to this, right? Like you have you have to get in there, and you got to be honest about where you are, and you got to do the work, right? Like right. last night, I had a choice: I could spend an hour on the bike on the trainer, right? 
getting better, building my aerobic base, or I could spend an hour online shopping for lighter wheels, which would make me go faster. <laughs> so right? you did both. I well, of course I did. Got both. on the Actually, tr- I did them both at the same time. Yes, but what did. I'm saying is, <laughs> if I had just opted to shop, <laughs> you know, right. I'm looking for a new mouthpiece. I'm looking for a new horn. I'm I'm listening to this, listening to that, and it's important to listen to things. But ultimately, you got to get in there and worry about the things that matter, which are you getting better every day and right. facing those things that are not good. Well, right. Like I played, you know, I played this concert last night, and right. so that's. I don't have to play another uh, concert till well next week. Um, so you took today completely off, right? You didn't play at practice at all. You you <laughs> right, had so time hundred days here. of practice. <laughs> I, I was in here at seven in this morning because mm-hmm. you know I, I it's the next day. We just get back and go back to practice. Go back and practice. And so at any the, point in time, yeah. did you play cornet this morning? Yeah, of course. Of course. Oh, way to way to go, Brian. Of course he did. <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> My job is here is done. Work wow. here is done. <laughs> no, I'm not playing. That. Do I? Uh, no, I'm playing. I'm not playing any cornet music coming up mm. soon, so but, we got to work that out. But even with that, for as long as you've been doing this, you're constantly assessing, and you're yeah. constantly taking stock of, that That wasn't exactly what I wanted. So right. I'm going to right, constantly yeah. tweak, constantly work at those things. For as proficient as professional as you are, you're always still listening. Well, right. We're, we're all professional trumpet players, but that doesn't mean we're in any way done. Or, right. and, and, I mean, that's the funny part of this. You know, you know I played last night, and, you know, I... I Try and walk off with a clear head of that's how I played tonight, and then you know I can yeah. listen and go, okay, that part sounded good, and boy, that part, huh? You know, I did work on that, and this I wish I had, you know, and you evaluate so that you can move forward and keep getting better. Right. So you're saying you don't just cook it till it's done. You're just going to keep cooking it <laughs> <laughs> and adding stuff, adding ingredients. It might get better. I'm wow. Just thinking about like tying in a bunch of old I don't episodes. Wanna, I don't want to burn it to a crisp. <laughs> <laughs> then you know it's done. Then right. It's done. Wow. But yeah, when you, you want to, you know, create, but you, it's the mindset that's really important, right? The honesty with yourself, having a plan going forward. And yeah, having people is important mm. in this process. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, when you're young, having teachers that you trust, a lot of times, you know, you might say, well, I'm supposed to take lessons, so I take lessons, but, you know, I just go in and play etudes, and they check off my etudes, and I move on. That That's not teaching. Mm-hmm. That That's a limited growth uh, yeah. uh, setup. you got to really be, if you really want to get better, you got to really be working, and then you need to be working with someone that knows you really want to be working. You know, one of my first trumpet teachers, was I t- talked about him before, a gentleman named Bernie Nero, who was principal trumpet of the San Antonio Symphony. Now, Bernie, when I met him, was a crotchety young man, you know, because I think he was hadn't been in symphony all that long and uh, didn't really like teaching all that much. So his wife actually said to my mother at one point, don't let don't let, you know, Bernie, you know, dissuade Joey from like, oh, no, they're already talking college, you know, because he knew I was serious. So he took it seriously. Yeah. Gil Johnson was very much the same way. Uh, You know, Jose and I have some very, very good stories, you know, (laughs) because if you were practicing. Gil was there and he was with you. If you weren't, he had no time for you at all. Yeah. So if you're serious about this, you make sure you're working with somebody who knows you're serious as well. And right. as you get older and maybe you don't have an opportunity for weekly lessons, you can still find people you wish to study with. But then this is where you need friends like we've got right here, people mm-hmm. that are going to be honest with you. So right. when we get in a room together and we're just not going to say, oh, yeah, man, no, you sound great. No, really. No, you sound yeah. great. No, you sound great. That is not the Trauma Mundi dynamic. No. no. <laughs> we, we are not the Mutual Admiration Society. 
That's for sure. Uh, and we're so, all better for it. Sure. All of us. All of us exactly. are. So I like to instill this thing, this idea in this in my students in this way. So I'll say to them often, you know, come in, I'll say, well, what do you want to start with today? And they're like, well, I don't really know. And I'm like, well, it really comes down to two things, right? You either want to play for me the thing that you're absolutely killing because you worked on it, or you're, you're, we're going to work on the thing that you hope we don't get to today. <laughs> so how do you want to use your time? Yeah. And it's more often than not I'll get, yeah, you're right. Can we just do this? Can we look at this? Yeah. You know, and I might, I might hear the thing that they're ready to go with, or, but I'm hoping we get to this other thing because that's where, you know, that makes them honest about it. Like, no, I can't play this and I need help. Yeah. Is, Can you help me figure thing. out how to do yeah. this? Yeah. Can we come up with a strategy here? Yeah. And I, and I love that conversation. I think that's a great conversation. Yeah. And you can, you can dig in with a student then too. Mm -hmm. And if a student is not working, my colleague just described students who are not working as energy vampires. <laughs> oh, wow. <That laughs> I was like, so you know, true. that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. That's really good. Yeah. So yeah. don't be an energy vampire. Mm. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's really good. Right. So yeah, if you want to be getting better, it's, it's that mindset though is important, which is why when you meet mostly the greatest players in the world, when you get to meet these people and we've got to meet some of these people, which is really nice. Very rarely are they jerks, right? right. Super Very positive. Rarely, yeah. Because these people are people who are sitting in a room and close the door and have that same realization that you have. And I have of like, Oh my gosh, do I need to work on this? <laughs> I have work to do. Mm -hmm. You know, the, the greatest players in the world are sitting there closing a the door going, wow, I can't do this or I really got to get this together. Yeah, so I they agree. have, they know that that self-awareness of I'm one, I'm not done because there is no done or I'm not there right. because there is no there. There's no arrival. It's, yeah. it's never over. And what the big, the big takeaway for me in this, I mean, there's been a lot of takeaways from hanging around, hanging around with the hooligans, you know, in Trombomundi. <laughs> but in particular, our little subdivision, our little agora here, if there you will, you yeah. know, a little agora, uh, is that embrace the concept of the non-negotiable. Yeah, like you just, it's just do it, right? You don't, it's it's non-negotiable. You got to go it, put the yeah. time in. I mean, you know, that's the way I've always started, but you put it a, a different way that I like. Make make one big decision, and it makes a lot of smaller decisions. It's it's really good. So the question you, yeah. the question you can ask yourself when you wake up in the morning is: Do you want to get better today? Mm -hmm. If the answer is yes, then you have to practice and practice well. Right. Not think, phone it in. Not check some boxes. Yeah. Not look at a clock. But really get in a room and work. Well, let's and let's zoom out to that one big decision. Right? Did you decide to go to college for four years to be a trumpet major or to be a music major? Okay, that's that was the decision. Yeah. So, you know, am I going to practice this month, this week, today, again later, whatever it happens to be? You already made one big decision. I don't understand. Well, this was that's that's a good point. When, you know, we all teach college, so if we can uh, bash right. our own students here for a second, I am I'm hoping perpetually shocked by college students that blow off stuff because college is one very expensive and and and, and takes a lot of your time and energy. Don't you want to get the most out of that? Yeah. Why would you want anything less than yeah. the most out of that? Yeah. I when I first started, this is many many years ago. So I'm of course I don't even remember names at this point. But that's uh, when college was in black and white, right? Yes, it was. Yeah, actually, we were. <laughs> college yeah, so. was in black. <laughs> and uh, and I had a former department chair. We were all sitting around the table talking about this poor student, and then this student had obviously made a commitment. He wasn't going to anything. 
Like he just <laughs> he <laughs> wasn't showing up. I mean, he made a big decision. You know, GPA of whatever point zero zero one <laughs> yeah. or something. You know, it's crazy. And this department chair, he didn't. He was really Could put quiet him guy. on double secret probation. Yeah, he sat <laughs> there for a few minutes, and then finally he speaks up and says, oh "Boy, his parents are throwing money down a rat hole." <laughs> <laughs> I thought, "Wow, that's a pretty." <laughs> that got dark really fast. Yeah. But you know, but ultimately. You made this, yeah, you made this decision to do this, right? So, yeah, yeah let's go every day. And I think if you're, gonna, if you're going to have goals, which we think you should have, write them down. Write them down somewhere that you won't lose them. A notebook that you carry with you, notes in your phone. You can do some, use something like Evernote. Yeah. But if you, you, you need to keep track, and then you need to keep track of how you're progressing towards those goals. You might even write, today is this date, the goal is however many pages yeah. down. And then what are the steps that you want to hit? And what are those dates you want to hit those steps? The students that I have over the years have met who are the most productive are the ones that keep that sort of an agenda, right, right. for their practice, but also who journal their practicing. Oh, yeah. And this, so Brian, what you said leads me to my next point, which is you have to be aware, I think, of when you are most productive, mm. right? And, and then go with that. And like Joey has kind of kind of brought us all over to this early morning, non-negotiable first thing in the morning thing, no matter what happened the day before. This is when the metronome goes on, right? Uh, but, you know, you have to figure that out for yourself, what's going to work for you. Um, and either make a new time, commit to a morning time, or figure out when you're most creative, most productive, getting the most done through journaling, and then go with that. But and that, also that, it won't be interrupted. Right, yeah. And then, and then that time is sacred. Then yeah. that's what you're doing at that time. Yeah. And yeah. it doesn't, it doesn't get changed because somebody wants to do something or, you know. Resistance to that is is kind of amazing to me. Um, it's sort of like the the resistance to the metronome. I don't like the metronome. It messes me up. It feels too constraining. Yeah, because you don't play in time. I don't. I don't like a schedule because it, it it's uh it's too constraining. Yeah, because you waste all of your time every day. Yeah. Like it's it's a way to tell you, oh, you should be doing something now to further your career goals. Right. Right. You're fighting against what could actually help you. Yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. exactly. It is an amazing, amazing it, thing to me. It, it is tough to get started. There's no doubt about it. If you haven't, you know, done anything like this to to set a time to create an agenda, like I'll have my students block out. We'll just look at their schedule. We'll just sit down and look at the whole thing. When do you have class? Great. Okay. When do you have rehearsals? Okay, that's cool. When are you going to eat? Okay, good. All right, look at all these places you have a practice. Now let's label them all. Starting on Monday, P1. Oh, look, Tuesday, P2 and P3. How about that? Well, you notice oh, when you, you numbered know. P1, that was the first it one. was the first one. That right. wasn't called Top P. No, not <laughs> Top P. And you didn't P. call P2 Bumper Up P. Bumper P. No. <laughs> right. That's the way you number something. He should, right. though. <laughs> You could. This makes sense. Well, but if we were really doing that, it would actually be top P, rep P, bumper P, third P. Right. Just but that's clear. fourth. So you're telling me third man is actually fourth chair. Uh, no, third man is third man because he's in the front row. Or she. Or she. They are in the front row. They are in the front row. We got to. This is so wrong on so many <laughs> levels. I could have explained uh, so, it better, but that wouldn't have frustrated you. Right. Well, but the other part of this is if we can talk about people. Yes. The people you surround yourself with have a huge effect here. There it is. This is another part, especially when you're in school. There are the people that say all the right things and the people actually do all the right things. Right? Well, 
this yeah this is the thing i've said i said for years my own kids and 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 people at school and whatever else is that uh you know i only spend time with people that make me better now that's going to be a hard sell for anyone listening to this podcast. Yes, that's right. <laughs> Certainly. Yeah. Or, yeah, they're going to say, oh, nobody believes you. you. About until the, you started the open bell. The Trombomundi <laughs> tour coming up. Yeah. You know, they're like, oh, he's not, he doesn't really mean that. Yeah. But no, that's that's another one of those rules, right? I mean, yeah. you only spend time with people who make you better. Right, because you will, it, it, it is easy to just get dragged down into nothing. You mm-hmm. know, uh, if, if there are lots of people around that are just wasting time and to get sucked into that, because... Wow, they seem to be having a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun to goof off. And it's so it is easy. a lot of fun. Yeah. But boy, I am telling you, we've seen, you know, we're old men now, and especially Bill. You know, the, the, <laughs> we see what happens to the people who don't practice and don't do anything. They don't have careers. Yeah. And it's it's amazing, right? Like, this is a hard thing. Like, if you are shopping for college, you are shopping for a school, and especially if you're shopping for a grad school. You want to know about that culture. You want to know who's yeah. there and what what is the expectation? What is what's going on around you? Are you surrounding yourself with the best people who are going to push you? You know, um, right? Or or is there not much of a culture of that? It's a it's a thing that can be missed. Right? Am no I going to be the only good trumpet player at this school? That's right. Well, right. I'm going to play all the first parts. Hold on, think that through. Do you want to walk in somewhere as a freshman and and, and you know? Be top man. Play see, lead. See what I did there. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, yeah. I did there. that was good. So I, I'm learning. Winning. You you don't. No. You, you, I mean, you don't want that. That is not good for your overall growth. Because very right. likely, if that's true, there's one, one not depth there, not a culture there of growth, and right. it's going to be much harder for you. Not impossible, but harder mm-hmm. for you to make the progress you could make in a different environment. There are yeah. students who who when they're not top man when they get there they uh that's an emotional hit that they take right oh yeah so we as teachers we have to we have to help them through that i've dealt Um, with that a lot here with graduate students because we'll get graduate students from from some small schools right and they've gone through a a smaller place which doesn't have you know we have a ton we're a large school so lots of great schools out there and lots of different ways to come in and succeed so the students who come here from small schools where they've been playing you know first parts in all of the ensembles and then they come here and they're like right you know, I'm good because I had the success. And that is true. Yeah. Right. And then they see yeah. how many other people are also good <laughs> and are undergrads. And they're like, hold on a second. And right. Freshmen and these sophomores. And, you know, but I'm supposed to be a grad student. I'm like, everything's fine. Right. Everything's fine. Right. Because you're right. The emotional toll of that is real. Yeah, sure. Right. And I've, I've seen that regularly here. Well, this this kind of goes with what we're talking about today for sure. So I had a, a student come in today, one of my younger students who's a fine player. Let's just call him uh, Jimmy. For example. <laughs> for example. <laughs> and part of our discussion after topic of the day uh, was I said, hey, you know, there's a student coming on Friday. I'd really like for you to meet this student, prospective student, maybe spend a few minutes, minutes with him, answer questions, whatever. Uh Great player, good high note guy. Actually, he came and played for me. He's a he he loves playing lead and jazz ensemble. He's a really strong player. That's why I was telling Jimmy about this, and Jimmy's reaction, of course, could have been, "Oh crap, another high note guy." But but instead, he said, affirming everything I know about Jimmy, he says, "Yes, that's great. Right? Like, bring it. Like, yeah. let's yeah, let's go. Let's do this thing." Which again, I I knew that would be his response because he is all in to get better. Right. Yeah. And all in for the challenge. 
Oh, and just another, uh, as talking about people, if you're out there shopping for college, slightly off topic, but mm-hmm. yeah, you want to meet the professors and you want to check out the school, talk to current students. Yeah, yep. talk to they some They are students. your best source of information for what is really going on. Yeah. What's it really yeah. like there? Yeah. Yeah, definitely well, I, check that out. I love this because Jimmy is not worrying about the wrong things. He wasn't worried about auditions next fall or how that might impact him. He is worried about the right things, which is growing and having someone else around that's going to push him a little bit. Absolutely. You know, and that's that's the right stuff. And wow. that's when you know, yeah. you know, which is which is really, really cool. Absolutely. All right, boys. Well, I think we covered a bunch of good stuff here, you know, because we obviously we throw a lot of information out there and it's easy to get distracted. But I think uh, I think, you know, we're encouraging agenda building. Right. Mm-hmm. And planning Mm-hmm. And having purpose and, and moving with purpose and confidence toward the goals that you want to have. And embrace this idea that you made this one big decision and now you got to do the non-negotiable work every day. Absolutely. And get it done. No All substitute. Right. Time for no offense. Worrying about the wrong things can indeed be a total waste of time and ultimately harmful to your growth and development as a player. But worrying about the right things is okay. Like, for example, if you're playing a 7C, that's indeed cause for worry. (laughs) It means that you guessed it. You're doing it wrong. You're doing it wrong. That's number one. We're just going to tell you this. If you're playing a 7C, you should be worried. Yeah. (laughs) How about that? In fact, be something to worry about. That's me. That's me worried. Start yeah. there. Be honest with yourself. Get yeah. off the seven C. That's not okay. Yeah. yeah, I I've collected them over the years. Actually, I I just started to just take them away from people. Yeah, that's what oh, you do. Oh, can I, can I have that? Great. Here, I'm going to give you this a shiny <laughs> new, right? A shiny new mouthpiece in a box. You know. Yeah. But I'm going to keep. Can I keep this? I have a collection. I'm going to melt them down and make something useful out of them someday. Like a I don't know, like a boat anchor. <laughs> this is what like we that. should be doing. Right. No, I'm saying the WTF, we should be collecting 7Cs. Send us your 7Cs. Oh, Like yeah. you mean like when people collect the tabs off of the Coke cans and stuff? Exactly. Yeah. I like it. Just bust them off, send right. them to us. We're going to work on this. We're going to get you an address, and you're going to send us your 7Cs. I think that would be I like amazing. this idea. It's beautiful We need to have idea. something that you can get from us. Oh, we're thinking out loud on the air here, but we're going to work this out. We're going to bring out. this back. We're going to have a 7C give back, buyback program. Right, buyback. That's <laughs> what we're that. doing. Like this they, is, this like is they do, do sometimes with firearms, right? Exactly like police right. departments do with firearms. And well, they're just as damaging. The 7C exactly. is just yeah. as damaging. Exactly. You bring this in, and you're going to get a, a gift card to, you know, Chuck E. Cheese. Exactly. Wait, that's not good. That's uh, not good. Toy, toys are us. That, no, that doesn't exist. I think anymore. that's gone. Kmart. Yeah. Wait, wow. no. <laughs> JC Penny. Oh, hang on. Wait. Sears? <laughs> Sears. <laughs> Close. You better hurry. <laughs> wow. Service merchandise <laughs> catalog. <laughs> Whoever brings us the most seven C's will get an Amazon gift card. How's there we go. I like it. We can All actually. Right. We're going to work on our seven C buyback program. We'll, we'll be I, back with this. This I is think a good it would idea. Be amazing. We'll spend some of the millions we're making with the podcast. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Doing and public. Can... Doing public good. Yes. Never more of a sign that we should just stop talking. <laughs> and that should about do it for today. <laughs> Stay tuned. Tell your friends and neighbors, and please stop worrying. So long for now. Remember to keep an open mind, but more importantly, an open bell.
Today's broadcast is not intended as professional, financial, or legal advice. Void where prohibited. Batteries not included. Must be present to win. Not responsible for personal items left in car. Any reproduction of this event without the consent of Major League Baseball is strictly prohibited. Any resemblance to any person living dead or trombomundi is entirely coincidental. Actual retail price may vary. See dealer for details. Product void in the UK. No offense, Brian. If rash develops after repeated use of Clark 7, discontinue use. Use only as directed. Offer void in New Mexico. Thank you to our amazing staff, legal consultant, Press Blow and Hope, upper register contractors, Grip It and Rip It, Amisher Advice, Armstrong Machopsuck, Valve Alignments by Lucy Goosey, Mute Control Officer, Turner Luce, Alexander Technique Consultant, Lois Steam, Ratings Analyst, Luke Warm, Sight Reading Coach, Frida Wander, Jazz Editor, Stan and Crank It, Tax Firm, Candace Be Written Off. Audition coach, Xavier Breath. Studio sound design, Lois Bitter. Ear training specialist, Colin Response. And Mr. Tartell's wardrobe designer, Hardly Fits You.